Good morning. How are you doing today, Valentine? I'm doing fine. Thank you very much for having me on. Absolutely. I got to tell you what, though. You know how we crazy Americans are. We, we tend to create words and we don't know how to properly pronounce things. Is it courtiers or courtiers? It's, it's courtiers. Courtiers. I like that. See, I mean, we'll, we'll sit here and make up words on, on this side of the ocean. That's fine. That's good. You, <laughs> but you, 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 you're already ahead of the game because you pronounced my name correctly. Some people get it wrong. You said Valentine, which is right. Some people say Valentine, which is wrong. <laughs> you know, in, in, so let's, let's put that, um, that, that experience inside your pages because, I mean, what, what you've written a book about here is, is to make sure that they're playing by the rules, the prim, the proper, the fashion, the design. And, and, and so I, I didn't know this side of the world even existed until I started putting my face in your book yeah i mean it's it's a funny world it's 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 changed a lot in recent years i mean um yeah the victorian era they used to have to dress up in extraordinary clothes just to have dinner you know silk breeches and funny little ribbons in the hair for the women uh and even even recently uh in the in the last century um uh People going to uh, receptions, I sort of parties, we would call them, at Buckingham Palace. Like foreign diplomats would have to wear um, silk breeches, and there was uh, there was quite a fuss when uh, I think uh, uh, the uh, American ambassador, I can't remember which one, just point blank refused to dress up in such rigmarole. Uh, but but the Soviet ambassador. Uh, when invited to one of these these uh, receptions, uh, basically cabled uh, the Kremlin and say, um, "Do I have? Do I really have to wear knee breeches right. to go to Buckingham Palace?" And the answer came back, "Tell him, tell him he'll dress in petticoats if he, ha- if he has to." But, but all that's all that's all that's more or less gone. Uh, but there's still little remnants of it. Uh, I spoke to someone who. Um, joined the palace, you know, not that long ago in the early 2000s. And one of the first things he did was go down into the basement of the palace to this, this storeroom and had to be measured up for what's called household tails, which is, you know, a long kind of frock coat uh, with, with white tie. Uh, and the buttons, the buttons of this thing were kind of embossed with the, uh, the emblem of George V. Now, George V uh, reigned from, what was it, 1910 to 1936. So that just goes to show how old these household tales were. They've gone through several generations of culture, I think. Can you imagine what went through the minds of Harry and Meghan when they were set free from the palace? Because all of a sudden, they didn't have all of this with them anymore. They, they were on their own. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I think William very much missed having his brother to support him right. uh, when, when Harry and Meghan left. Uh, but well, you mentioned Meghan, and of course the interesting thing about what went wrong there is to what extent was she prepared uh, for the life that awaited her? Mm-hmm. Now, I, I think the palace did its best to, to, to welcome her, uh, and they they said, listen, you know, we we appreciate that you you're not a, a young bride. You 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 had a career of your own. You've been married before. You're you're a grown up. Uh, let's let's have a proper conversation about how we do this. We don't have to do this uh, the old way. But I'm not I'm not sure that Harry really prepared Meghan for 
But frankly, how boring life in the royal family can be. I mean, endless, endless official engagements, you know, going around the country, as it were, sort of, you know, visiting hospitals, opening things, cutting ribbons, pulling those little things that have a, a curtain over a plaque because you've unveiled the plaque, uh, shaking hands with people and, and pretending you're pleased to see them and you're interested in them. I mean, it's, you know, it can be quite a, a challenging lifestyle. And I'm not sure that. Harry really prepared Megan for what it was going to be like. I think one of my fascinations with, with the book is the fact that I wanted, one of the things that I do, I work with a movie promotions company. We are on the red carpet. And the amount of work that goes into that, the planners, the doers, and, and just every player has got to be in place. And I, and I, I swear that's the reason why I love your book, because it, it really gives me an inside look at things that I do. Yeah, yeah, and, and you just think, if you think about these these royal tours that they do, I mean the work that goes into those. Yes, you, you have to send out a team uh, weeks ahead to go around every bit, uh, and of course it's not just a question of setting up a royal tour. You have to negotiate uh, with the host country because they will have things that they want to show off, and you'll have things that you want to see. And also, you'll have you'll have your own agenda because yeah, so you want to have a, a theme of a tour that you want to kind of promote, and and your host country will have their own theme, themes that they want to promote. And there's a, there's a, there's quite a bit of negotiation, a bit of a dance that goes on, uh, and then trying to get the, the security and the arrangements and the logistics all sorted out. And of course, you get it all sorted out, and then the day comes. And everything goes crazy anyway. <laughs> All your best laid plans. Uh, what, 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 what's, the, what's the great phrase that someone they have in the military? No plan survives contact with the enemy. Well, that's true of role tours, I can tell you. Well, I want you to know that I'm very proud to say King Charles because that's happened in our period. But then when I, when I jump into your book, there's some change because the Queen's team had to go. Yeah, well, some of the Queen's team, there wasn't room for all of them. And a lot of Charles' old team were told, sorry, that's it, that's the end of the road for you folks. Uh, and a lot of them felt quite bitter. They felt they'd been treated pretty poorly. Oh, Valentine, I love this book. Where can people go to find out more about you? Because this is not your first, uh, you know, uh, ride in the rodeo, man. I mean, because you've been doing this a while. And I want people to see how, how in touch with the words you are about sharing stories. Well, I mean, there's. Uh, I guess if you, it's, it's easy, to find, easy to find the Times uh, online. Uh, I'm afraid you have paper it, folks. That's the way of modern newspapers. But you know, my newspaper is online, and you can see my work there. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just so glad that you did this because it helps us understand their world. And I think that, especially as Americans, we don't understand it. We just see what's in the paparazzi magazines. But you're, you're, you're enabling us with this book to, to really become a part of their lives. Yeah, well, yeah, thank you. And, and it's just kind of interesting, the complex relationship uh, between the people who work for them and, and the royals, because it's both professional and personal. Uh, and, and, and different people have different ways of approaching the job, uh, and there are different relationships. So it, it's, it's kind of endlessly fascinating. Yeah. And, there, and there's also one other uh, factor, which is that, if you're, if you're a courtier, you have a responsibility to the person you're working for, but you also probably, hopefully, believe you have a responsibility to the institution of the royal family. 
And sometimes those two things clash. And that, <laughs> that can lead to interesting times, let me tell you. <laughs> Please come back to this show anytime in the future. The door is always going to be open for you, sir. Thank you very much indeed. Thank it's you. Lovely talking to you. You be brilliant today, okay, sir? And you. You too.